0: I just want to welcome everybody here today on um, a dose of positivity and um, to let you know that you're in the right place if you love food, if you love nature, you love business and you love life. And sometimes people show up here and they're feeling really down. And our goal here is to turn that around. So sometimes it It's frustrating and it's confusing out there, especially right now in the world. And each day we could all do for a dose of positivity. And I've devoted my entire life. You had asked me what I do, but really what I do is do my best to make people happy and to be their best selves. And it doesn't take much really what it comes down to one word and it's love. And so we bring a lot of love here to these calls and beautiful, loving guest today. We have Anne More, More Buse. I always say your name wrong. Um, can you say it, Anne, real quick for me? Anne Moya Bussy Isn't that Anne Moya Bussy It's a beautiful ring. But I wanna thank you all so much for joining us. And before I bring on Anne, who is going to be talking to us today about expanding our horizons at any age and how it is an integral part of boosting our immune systems and living a long, healthy life. So expanding our horizons. So I'm going to ask all of you right now to just take a minute with me to get grounded. Um, Put your feet on the ground if you're outside, put your feet on the soil or just take your shoes off and feel that snow wherever you are just to ground yourself and take a few shallow breaths in and out your nose and close your eyes i just invite you to get really present and to think of the first thing that comes to your mind of the most positive thing that's happened to you today And so now, asking you one thing more to do while you're here in this place is think about just one word that would sum up that experience for you. Was it joy, love, happiness, delicious? Yeah. such a beautiful place to be in a positive state of mind. And we all know a mind is a terrible thing to waste. And when we can focus on positive things, our minds become a garden. And when we take care of that garden, it flourishes. knowing that we can focus on the positivity, we are more in control of our lives. Understanding that we can take control of our lives, we can achieve our goals. And this comes with wonder and contemplation and opening those closed doors to new opportunities. Because when we do different things, different things happen. And there are many reasons to change our ways. And it comes with taking the time to evaluate our level of happiness, our relationships, our health, our current situations. Some of us are maybe feeling overloaded in terms of new opportunities. And maybe there's younger people who are coming up behind you who have faster computers, bigger social media. It's frustrating. Maybe your health is suffering and you don't know what to do. Or worse, you know what to do, but you're downhearted and you don't take the time to take care of yourself. especially in these challenging times, it's really important to have people like our special guest today, Dr. Anne, who can help us move through these closed doors. We all have a story and each of us has felt this pit in our stomach from time to time. And releasing those negative stories and writing a new script that's editable, that we can change at any time, can turn our lives around. Sometimes it takes getting professional help. And sometimes it's just taking some time alone some downtime. And just speaking our truth. So The key here is the faster we take care of a wound, the sooner it heals. The faster we take care of a wound, the sooner it heals. As we grow older and each of us are, no matter what age we are, we're all getting older. There's no stopping that. We all get older. We have a choice to age with grace or to age with disgrace. Being more conscious and aware in our daily lives can make all the difference in the world. COVID's not going away, but our lives must continue. And unless the laws force us into lockdown, these closed doors are open for us to walk out. Simply opening these doors and releasing negativity, we have the room for positivity. When we approach each day with wisdom and wonder, you become unstoppable stoppable, and you become ageless. I mean, I'm 64. This woman I'm about to introduce you to, Is going to be 80 years old in a month. And she wonders and she is unstoppable. Aging doesn't have to mean growing old. And I just want to say right now that this special guest today, Dr. Anne moya is, um, say your name for me, Anne, sing it out. Anne Moya Bussy. Anne Moya Bussy is a um this is just such a beautiful introduction so just take it in and you guys make sure you ask questions if you um want to put anything in the chat questions or comments that you have we'll love to hear it dr ann is a registered counselor and is psychotherapist with the Australian Counseling Association, that's the ACA. She's also the vice president and is also an educator, a workshop facilitator, transformational life coach, consultant, and a best-selling author. Yay. For over 25 years, Anne was a missionary and a teacher, and she taught in schools throughout Australia, including many indigenous schools in the Northern Territory. After returning as a counselor, she taught in the university in Australia and in Hong Kong, training students as counselors and supervising PhD students and sets up her own set up her own private practice and counseling and transformation life coaching, and has developed effective and powerful ways to facilitate change and healing, enabling clients to able, better able to attain their goals and dreams and become the best possible versions of themselves at any age. She believes in holistic approach that embraces all aspects of life and integrating the mind, the body, and the spirit. And is strongly influenced by the Jung, Jungian ideas that enables us to explore the inner life and be more conscious and awareness into daily living in these changing times. In addition to this, Anne is a Reiki master and a practicing, and is practicing qigong and meditation daily well right there gives you anti-aging and ways to just explore so Anne, i am so excited to introduce you to the audience and whether you're listening on podcasts on the replay or on our youtube channel um we're so happy you're here so thank take you it- donna thank you it's a
1: pleasure to be here with you and uh, i've been so impressed with all you do and that holistic approach to health that you have. And it's an honor to be here, so thank you.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I am just thrilled to have you here, Anne. So one of the things that I think people would really like to hear from someone who's pretty much starting a whole new career at um, eight decades into their life, um, what keeps you going at nearly eight years old? What is, what is your magic pill? What is your What keeps you going, baby? I don't know about magic pills,
1: <laughs> but it, it is, as you said, it's, it's, it's a lot to do with the approach to life and uh, a lot to do with um, how one thinks about life. And in that whole approach to life of, of being positive in one sense, it's also very much um, to do, I think, with the beautiful people that have um, I've met in my life. There are some lovely people that have inspired me so much and that enables me to keep going. But one of the things that's most important, I think, is, as you said just now, the the meditation and the qigong, being aware of what's around, what's in the environment, what's within me, and how do I then deal with that? How do I approach it? How do I look at it? So, and also there's so many things, I think, So many people need so much support and so much help. And focusing on that and how can one help someone else is really important. How can I bring love to people today? How can I get someone else to smile today? So there's there's a lovely saying, Carl Gibran used to say, wake at dawn with a winged heart and give thanks for another day of loving. Mm -hmm. And that's what I try to do. Not always that easy when you wake up tired. But to remember that you've got a winged heart, and you have got love, and you can share
0: it—that is so beautiful, Anne. Thank you so much for sharing that. Wow, I just feel like that's exactly um, the message for for all of us to take with us each and every day, with that love in our heart, because we can choose to soar or have, have have someone clip our wings, right? And so that is something that's going to stick with me forever thank you for sharing that when I worked
1: in um, Hong Kong the Chinese head of school was a beautiful woman she was Buddhist and I remember her saying to me one day she said before I leave the apartment or the house before I close the door I ask myself who can I bring love to today mm -hmm. and to me that was very beautiful who can I bring love to today who can I help to smile today whether it's the bus driver or the person serving you in the shop or the person you pass and just the smile that you can give to them that
0: helps that is so great I just want to also welcome Melissa on the call today. Thank you so much for being here, honey. You're going to really enjoy Dr. Melissa. And, you know, as we all get older, like some people on here, broken hips or got hip replacements and all of this stuff. And, you know, we can, like earlier, I had mentioned magic pill or something like, cause that's what people think it's going to take to find love, but that is not, the answer um, to to what we're talking about here is there is no magic pill. What it is is what's deep inside of us. So, and to share with us too, um, you. Hi, Kenny. Welcome on to the call. We're so happy to see you. Um, this is Kenny Down, everybody. He is our guest next week. And hi, he, Kenny. Welcome is amazing. It's going to be speaking on spiritual awakening and it's going to be awesome. And I just want to remind everybody on the call today that um, I'm just so picky about who I bring on these calls and everybody who is invited to speak here really values love, um, nature, uh, health, and, and we're, we're here to, to build our immune systems because We're not hearing that from the government. We're not hearing that from the corporations out there who are controlling the wings, they prefer our wings to be clipped. So I am, you know, part of what we do here is we're all about building our immune systems, which is love is the number one thing. So, Anne, I'd love for you to elaborate that on that some more and how that has carried you through almost 80 years of your life in your career and in personal life. Yeah, a long story, 80 years. <laughs> so, um, and it
1: wasn't always like that, I think. Although I had very resilient parents, I was born during the uh, Second World War and my father was a prisoner of war in Changi in Singapore. And he didn't see me until I was four years old, which is quite amazing. But we moved to Australia not long after that because he'd met Australian soldiers and that was a a very big change from England to Australia. And then meeting different people and my parents were very strong in a Christian approach, so the desire to become a missionary. And I did uh, all during secondary school and then trained to be a missionary and became a teacher and worked among indigenous people. And that was the foundation, I think, of a a deep spirituality, what I call the spirituality of the heart, that sense of love. That's where it started. But then when I moved into midlife, things began to change. You go through, um, as everyone here knows, if you're in midlife, what happens? You begin to sort of question things, look at things. Because I think a lot of us, when we're growing up, we conform. We, we learn to conform to what's expected of us. And we learn to um, the shoulds and the oughts and the musts. And we don't like to step out of line. I certainly didn't. And so it was in midlife that I began to realise there was something waiting to come out. What was it? And so that's when I began to retrain and uh, become a counsellor and begin to work with the inner world in a different way. I also learned qigong, and qigong is the Chinese approach to um, holding your energy in a certain way, moving your energy in a beautiful way. And that's one of the things that helps to strengthen the immune system, recognising what sort of energy is around us and in us. And as you were saying, Donna, it's, it's, it's just so important to live healthily, to live more healthily. And I think when we're really stuck in that conformity, trying to be normal, and normal is just conforming and following the path that everyone else is following. When we break away from that and begin to examine, what is it that we've got? What am I here on earth for? Is it to just be normal and uh, fit in with everybody else? Or is it to discover and open up the, the whole new world that's within us? And I think that's rather frightening for a lot of people is to, how do you, How do you break away from what everyone else expects you to do? And I think a lot of that has to do with the story we tell ourselves, how we think about life. And and for me, the story was, I have to keep going. I have to stay doing what I'm doing because I made a commitment to do this. And when you realise that you can change that commitment when you're being called to something stronger, and it's just so important to move forward and discover the beauty that's within and you can't always do it on your own it was the support of guides and helpers that enabled me to discover there was more to life than following just the pattern does that answer your question a little bit Uh, (coughs) all over the place sorry
0: i i i just um i think that's so important to everybody who who's listening to this um call right now to to really ask yourself who are you what do you love to do and what's your purposeful why because they don't teach us that in grade school or middle school or high school they don't teach us that who's they right the the wing cutters and um and and so when when was it that you had your awakening? When was it that you you said midlife, but what was it that really that pinnacle point? Was it a breaking point? Were you down or were you just like struck by God? What what was it that <laughs> you were in a missionary family? I mean, gee. I didn't yeah. say Jesus, I said gee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it was um I was always someone that put uh, 100% into what I did and I burnt myself out. (laughs) So I kept working, even though I was not very well and I burnt myself out and um, had to get quite sick and uh, quite depressed because the place I was living or the people I were living with, they were good hearted people, but there was very little love around. It was more, um, you must do the right thing and you mustn't speak out, you don't use your own voice. So it was that, and then getting quite sick, I got glandular fever, chronic fatigue, and then realising this is not the way I want to live the rest of my life. And so I took a big step, and it took me a long time to do it, to leave being a missionary and to start all over again. And so I started, I had no money, I had nowhere to go, and uh, so it was like building from the ground up. But I did find a beautiful guide who supported me and helped me and that's when I studied Jungian psychology because I looked at what was going on in the unconscious and working with dreams and discovering there's a whole new world waiting to be explored within. And then restudying, retraining and starting again. And it's, I think a a lot of, you know, we talk about ageing and it's not just one thing after another. There's so many experiences that we have. And how do we then take each of those experiences? I talk to a lot of people now, all these experiences are a bit like what the alchemist does. And if you've heard of alchemy, is where the ancient ones used to take raw material and turn it into gold, or they hope to turn it into gold. And so, What we do as we're growing is taking all our experiences and and letting them, looking at them, putting them into a blender, if you like, and transforming them into gold for the rest of our life. So the experiences aren't bad or negative. They might have been very painful, but they're part of who we are. And I've got some lovely young people I work with in their 20s. And when they realize that they've got a wisdom inside them and a beauty inside them and they're finding they're becoming they're they're finding their own voice and they're becoming then they can face everything that's happening to them in a much more positive way
0: Mm, at any age and someone's asking and how how old were you when you made these changes great question melissa
1: i was almost 50. i was in my 40s and i was almost 50. And, and, and I, I married, the. I found a beautiful person to to walk with and I married him when I was 51.
0: Oh, that's so awesome. You guys have- We're still a- together,
1: we're 25 years, 27 years married
0: this year. Oh, that's so awesome. If anybody's not on mute, if you could put yourself on mute, that would be great. Um, wow, that's so, so, you know, in my book Living Like the Future Matters, the Evolution of a Soul to Soul Entrepreneur, I write it in six evolutions. And like right now, I'm going into the seventh evolution. And there's nothing constant in nature except change, right? And I, I I love that you're you're talking about transforming the alchemy into gold. And it's so interesting how when we get older, they call it the the golden age, right? So it it kind of all is coming back to that. That, that that alchemy like that's the golden years right but um can you share with us right now as being a woman and and going through all of this missionary lifestyle into this transformation and then all of a sudden breaking away from something that you were expected to be um i know that it must have played you, you said you got sick you got depressed so finding finding that support yay but how were you how are you able to to really grasp hold of of your life at that t- at that moment because I think a lot of people are at a breaking point right now whether you're on they're on the call now or whether they know somebody who is okay I think so, what's
1: really important Donna is that um, often we try to do it alone. And we're afraid to ask for help. We're afraid to reach out because we're worried about what people might think. And it wasn't a, an instantaneous change. It actually took me eight years to make that change. And there was a lot to, to grow, a lot, a lot of things I had to learn and undo in a sense. But it's, it's reaching out and, and finding someone who values what you're doing and supports you in it. And and this is why I've turned around to do this sort of work myself, because I think it's just so important that people know they're not alone. And you're not alone in going through what you're going through, because there are many, many other people going through the same sort of thing. And I think one of the things for women in particular, and and this is, um, men go through it as well in, in in a different sort of way, but for women, We've often grown up in a system that's dominated by what I call masculine principles, which is achievement and career and keeping going and being seen to be um, in charge of everything. And I think what we forget is that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay, excuse me. It's okay to um, not be in charge all the time. It's okay to let go. And get in touch with that, um, what I call the wise woman within you. Because all of you have a wise woman within you. And the men have a wise feminine within them, as well as a, a sage or a wise man. And If we only we can tap into that wise woman and listen to her. It's like listening to the soul, listening to your own soul, listening to that feminine voice within you and allowing it to express itself. That's what enables you then to come through the most difficult times. Because positivity, as we talked before, Donna, we've talked about this, that being positive is so important, but it's it's to do with your mindset or how you think about things. And I think part of the difficulty we have, and I remember someone saying this to me, you know, what's that story you told yourself when this happened? Mm -hmm. And usually the story I told myself was someone else's story that you shouldn't have done that, or it shouldn't be like this, or nothing will get better now. I was telling myself a negative story. And then when we learn to tell ourselves a different story, rewrite what we've learned, so that it becomes our own voice, then we can look at things in a different way.
0: That's so great, right? We we're so good at listening to everybody else do this, don't do that, can't you read the signs, right? And when it comes down, it's like, especially being a woman, and that's why I asked that question specifically, you know, we're the nurturers, we're always taking care of somebody else and and we'll get fat, sick and nearly dead before, you know, we start saying, hey, I gotta put some of that attention on myself. And in and, and your being a career woman at, at this time in your life, one of the things that I have noticed too for myself as I get older is i used to be able to go 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 charge 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 and uh i i yes i always had a lot of help at my restaurant or whatever business i was doing but it's it's different now that um i am in this in the in the next evolution of my life and just like you said you you found this partner your soulmate and same thing with me my husband has is that rock for me, you know, having that person to be there to lean on and so that we have each other. But not everybody has that, Anne. You and I are so fortunate. So when you're working with, say, a client or somebody um, who who's listening to this and they might not have that same support as you and I do, we're, we're, what do you say to them? I think what it is even
1: if you have a a physical partner um, it's more than that one of the things particularly with with women that I talk to it's about how you become um, what one of the Jungian analysts called it you have to be forever pregnant forever giving birth and forever a virgin so it's recognizing that you're You may not be pregnant with children anymore, but you're pregnant with new ideas, with creativity, with all the things that you can tap into. You're giving birth to those. And you're a virgin. And virgin means she who is one in herself. So it's standing on your own ground, putting your feet on the ground and recognising that you are a whole person. And it's the... the. blend of the masculine and the feminine not just the feminine but you have to blend the masculine that strength to know what you want Um, many of you might have heard of that lovely author Clarissa Pinkola Estes she's written um, Women Who Run With The Wolves but she's recently given a whole lot of talks called The Dangerous Old Woman Mm -hmm. and How To Become An Elder The Dangerous Old Woman and dangerous in her term, in the traditional meaning of dangerous, was that you stand up for what you value, that you won't let anyone take away what is most precious to you, which is your integrity, your honesty, your your love, your trust in people. That's what you have to stand up for, and that's dangerous because you, you don't let anyone else put their values or their thoughts into you that take that away.
0: That is so great. I love, I love what jo- Jonathan just said, Jojo, he said pregnant with ideas. And that is something I would love for you to address uh, what, what Jonathan just said, pregnant with ideas. Like sometimes I feel like I have so many ideas, so many books I run over, write, So many people to help, you know, so many places to go, things to do. And I feel, I feel like I, I have quadruplets I'm carrying it around, you know, so uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah right so it it, it is and, and, and actually that's something I, I i kind of want to red flag caution everybody is and my husband reminds me of this a lot too he's just it's kind of the way to get through things is to stay focused on one thing and um you know get her done and, and then get the next thing done but like with Women like we're multitaskers, you know. We have five babies or whatever it is. That's why we were created, and in, in this womb that that we still carry around, um, and, and 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 focus in because I think if anything ages me or anything, actually, this is really interesting. I always say I have to live till I'm at least 120 to get accomplish half the things that are on my list to do. Yeah. So staying healthy, right? Clear-minded and uh, and um w- realizing I live, I live each day like Anne, I don't know about you, but I live it like it's the last day of my life.
1: Oh. And
0: and and I'm also in the same mindset of wow, if this is the last day of my life, it doesn't mean I have to cram it all in. It means I have to take care of this each precious moment about and, and being present. And I'd love mm-hmm. to you to talk a little bit more about that eighty twenty thing that we were talking about earlier, and also just the the, the art of being present and how that is an anti aging strategy, and it will help people like even myself achieve these goal these lofty goals these pregnant goals that I have. Uh, I think, that think it's have really right, I
1: yeah, Jonathan was saying he gets insomnia sometimes with all the ideas and um, I think the important thing there is, is we call it mindfulness you know we have a mind full, and it's full of all sorts of things and full of ideas but learning to be mindful being present in this moment is important like right now there's nothing else I can do but be here with all of you and, and so if I'm starting to think about I've got to do this or I've got to do that that's not being mindful And it's practicing those little moments of mindfulness. And even when we go to bed, focusing on our breath, breathing in and breathing out, being grateful for this moment. I think that's one way to to help us when we, we, you know, we get too busy. And being busy means that we're not living who we really are, in a sense. We're hiding from something. It took me a long time to learn that, that, that the more I put myself into work, the more I was running away from being present to who I really was.
0: Oh, that is yeah. so powerful.
1: Yeah. That's... And I think we get addicted to work sometimes. Oh because, I yeah. And and a lot of younger people, because they've suffered trauma or you know, even in early childhood, many people have suffered trauma or they've been through trauma. And it's about how do you let go not let go of the trauma but turn that trauma into love for yourself and compassion and be compa- i think the hardest thing is people learning how to love themselves and be compassionate to who they are and all they are and bring that compassion to yourself first then you can bring it to other people
0: uh, what a great wow. reminder you know what here let me let me just share something with y'all real quick because this is so important really in alignment what you're talking about and the whole mothering thing. So I I, I close the door and, and and I'm just sharing this with you. Here's Sadie and that's a little background noise. You keep chirping and as long as I'm here, um, I'm going to bring you this present, this gift right here, this beautiful day on the big island. But I just had to let her in. Oh, hi, Chester. Um, I had to let her in because she was, distracting me and and that's kind of what we were talking about this is letting these distractions um get in our in in our way and how you know it's hard when you're parenting or it's hard when you you know you have an exam at school or whatever it is that you're studying for or doing and um so give us some tools, give us some strategies, Anne, on how, um, when, when a situation like that comes up, she was just going to keep barking and nagging me until <laughs> I let her in. So, but I'm focused here. So we're not perfect, right? Things are going to happen. So this is perfect time for you to share with us. Sounds how- like
1: the, um, you have a dog, but we have um, magpies. Magpies, are, um, I don't know if you have magpies in Hawaii, but they are a black and white birds in Australia and magpies are very clever and they um, they they come down to be fed every morning and only this morning I was trying to finish something else and I heard this tap 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 on the window and I turned around and there's this magpie standing on the doorstep tapping on the window and calling out where's my food <laughs> and so stop what we were doing go and feed them and they're very grateful they smile at you and they sing for you so That's sort of the same sort of thing. Things will interrupt us. Maybe I could tell a little story. It's one of, um, uh, it's told by different people, but it's about a black African woman, a Nubian woman, who was very, very beautiful. And she had um, a beautiful necklace and uh, beautiful clothes, but the other women in the village were really jealous of her. And they wouldn't talk to her. They wouldn't let her join in. And she felt very, very lonely. And one day she came down to the river where everyone was washing their clothes. And she noticed the women were all laughing and talking. And they said to her, come and join us. We're not very nice to you sometimes. Come and join us. So she said to them, where are your necklaces? And they said, oh, the river gods told us to throw them in. So we we gave them to the river god. And she thought, well, I must do the same. So she threw her necklace deep into the river And then they all burst out laughing and pulled their necklaces out from underneath because they'd lied to her. And then they ran off and left her. And she was very, very distraught, crying and upset, and knew she couldn't get her necklace back when she heard a voice from the river calling her to come in. So she dived into the river and went deep, deep down. And there she met a very old, ugly woman who had sores all over her. And the woman said, kiss my sores, and I'll help you find your necklace. And she felt sorry for the old woman, and she kissed her sores. And the woman became the beautiful goddess of, under the river and gave her not only her necklace, but an even more beautiful necklace and more beautiful clothes. And she then went back. And of course, the other girls, when they discovered the clothes and the necklace, where was it? How did you get that? And she told them that she'd met this woman, the, the, the river woman who'd helped her. And they all dived in and they met this ugly old woman with sores. And they said, she said to them, kiss my sores. And they turned their back and said, no way. And the demon of the river came and took them all. <laughs> and I think that simple story is that compassion In some ways, a lot of things that happen to us, they're like oozing sores. Can we have that compassion for ourselves? Can we love and accept those parts of ourselves that are really difficult, that we don't like about ourselves? Can we love those parts of ourselves? And can we do that for others too? Because if we can do it for ourselves, then we can do
0: it for others. That is so beautiful. Wow. You're a beautiful storyteller, and it makes everything so relevant to what we're talking about. And right now, there's lots of people with open, oozing wounds, and it's a choice we get to make. Do we kiss them and feel the rewards and feel grateful that we have so much love in our hearts and strong wings? Mm. So that we can continue on teaching, especially the young children right now who are born wearing a mask and not being, you know, what are they, what are they, what is going on with their little minds? Are they being taught to be compassionate and loving when they're feeling so much trauma and sadness? So Uh, what do you, how would you tell that story to, I mean, actually, how would you, you wouldn't tell it any better than you just did, but wouldn't it be beautiful if all children learn that story from a very early age? And those were the stories, those were those scripts like you were talking earlier, Anne, about what people tell you and how you should and should not mm. be.
1: I mean, fairy tales are so beautiful because they, um, there's so many stories that they have a lesson in them. And um, the stories children hear will either help them to grow or they will traumatize them. And there's an African writer, Ben Okri, and he says stories can poison a family and a nation or stories can heal a family and a nation. Mm. And which stories do we tell ourselves or which stories do we tell other people? And what are the stories our children, the, the, the young people, the children of today are hearing? And if the parents are not coping with what's happening and they're very negative, the children are going to learn the same thing, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's so important for us to tell stories that are healing stories.
0: Yeah. Tell stories that stop the craziness. Mm-hmm and it's so beautiful because we do have an a couple of authors you're a best-selling author myself you know I um and Kenny too and and I I love what he said some really nice things in the chat and you might want to address but um you know the power of storytelling some of us are better storytellers and some might be better writers but some of us our musicians on this call, I know one personally, Melissa's amazing musician, telling a story through dance. Uh, there's that That's where we find our uniqueness. That's where we find that love, self-love for ourselves. And if we, whatever way we translate it, I do it through food a lot of times. You know, just making a beautiful meal and then teaching other people how to do the same. And these are the things that these stories that if we choose to share them like as we get older and too, like I'm feeling like and I, I know like other people who are listening you know as you get older you you know like what's your legacy going to be what's your story going to be what are people going to be saying about you you know 10 years after you've gone to the spirit world or 20 or 30 or will you even be remembered are you dust in the wind and You know, without putting that pressure or that stress, like Kenny was saying, I mean, it's not it's a distraction to feeling like we got to go, go, go from from what makes us, you know, getting in touch with ourselves. But there there is, too, and actually you can help us all with this, with all your skills and psych psychotherapy is it's like how how do you calm that side of yourself down that it's that that work thing that that's like Kenny's talking about here about distracting. It's a distraction. Our work becomes a distraction, right? And, and, and and I know for me, part of this is I got a granddaughter and all these children. And I know that I'm, I'm speaking from that love place and, and just so much pouring out of me, right. To, to, to want to give a dose of positivity to everybody I meet. And, um, how, how do, how do we, um, how do we do? How do we do do that and, and not be it be a distraction? Yes, it's it's a daily thing,
1: isn't it? I mean, it's 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 not something you do and you suddenly know how to do it. It's it's a daily intention. I think it's it's you know you wake up in the morning and how am I going to be today? If you've had a bad night, I, I, so some some nights we, we've just had some really really hot weather, humid weather. We don't normally have humid weather and difficult to sleep at night and then getting up in the day and trying to breathe with the humidity. And how do you do it? As you say, it's it's, it's that awareness, I think, it, uh, just being aware of, because it's the thoughts quite often that take over, How am I aware of what I'm thinking in that moment? You know, don't always know straight away, but for example, if I feel a little bit grumpy because things are not getting done or I've got too much to do, taken on too much. And then that awareness and then thinking, oh, now I don't need to invite this in and give it a cup of tea. I'm aware of it, take some deep breaths, let it go, and then move on to the next little thing. And it's that awareness, that practice, that I found most helpful was as i said the mindfulness practice or being in the present or going with the flow in the sense learning learning to be in the flow rather than uh, constantly moving the, any young people here there's a lovely program i don't know if you have it there it's called zen den kids and zen masters as you know that they, they practice being in the present moment and this is a lovely program where you look and they talk about thoughts like bubbles Thoughts are like bubbles that, um, you know, you can either keep the bubbles there or you let them just uh, prick them and they go.
0: Mm -hmm. And they
1: talk about, you know, when you get these thoughts, do you bring them in and then let them walk through and go out the other door? Or do you bring them in and sit them down and entertain them and give them a cup of tea? And particularly if they're negative thoughts or they're thoughts that are not helping you to grow, if you entertain them, they're going to pull you down and then pull everyone else down around you. And so that that mindfulness practice is it, it, it's a process and it's a practice. Just being present as far as we can. And then when things go wrong and you, you haven't done it, don't beat up on yourself. Mm-hmm. Just think, oh, there I go again. All right, now let's start again, bit by bit. Yeah it gets harder sometimes but you just (laughs) you know bend down to put my shoes on and do them up and then wear something to lean on to get up again because while you're your body will grow older and there was a Jewish rabbi who said once grow old but it's forbidden to be old I love that grow old but it's forbidden to be old so it's it's Yes, we're aging, our body will age, but you look after it, you keep being positive. Your mind doesn't have to get old and think, this is it,
0: I've had it. Age doesn't have to mean growing old.
1: No, no. Age Mm -hmm. is just a number. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, it's being, yeah, that lovely positivity that you bring, Donna, this is what it's about. How do we bring that to others is what it's about, yeah.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm just so grateful for you and all the wisdom, the stories you share today, Anne. You are um, a a diamond in the rough who is just shining bright. And I am just honored to have you on the show. And and all of you who came today, um, if anybody has any last thoughts or things that they would like to, um, comments or things to ask, Anne, um, take it of her years of wisdom and um, feel free to chime in if you have something you'd like to share about how empowering it is to share stories, to share positivity, to become one with yourself, to love ourselves so that we can love others. I mean, all these beautiful things you you brought to the table, and it's just fantastic to know that you're in my life and an inspiration. And like Deborah said earlier, you're, you're her mentor. And I mean, you are just an, an, an exceptional example of what it means to age and not to get old, right? So uh, I just want to make sure uh, you know that from the bottom of my heart. And I'm sure everybody who's on this call and listening to the replay has gained such a great inspiration from you and I am so so much
1: I mean I'm so grateful for the all the people that have been in my life and that have helped me and supported me as I grow and we're still becoming and and any of the listeners I'd like to um say to you that if you do want to get in touch if you do want to talk something through I'm giving a, a free 45 minute session for anyone that wants to um talk through some of the things and get in touch uh, you might just have to um email me i think Don will give the email rather than go to my calendar because you're in different time zones but we can make a time and uh, I'd, I'd love to be able to support you if you'd like that to happen in any way
0: oh that is so beautiful and generous and tell if you can find um Dr. Anne's uh, email and pop it in the chat. That would be really great. And you guys can always copy the chat too. And then Tel's gonna put in a few other uh, links for you too. Um, there's a really inspirational film coming up. And if anybody is not already on our email list, please do so so you can keep getting all these updates. And there's Anne, there's your your email in the in the chat. So um, I just want to thank you again, and Anne, if you could just close us out with one of the your ritual things that you do when you're doing your meditation, or just some uh, something uh, something that you can give us if we don't make our, the 45 minute conversation to call with you, just give us one golden nugget to leave us with today in regards to aging and and opening the door and walking out and. Become finding yourself.
1: I think that um, there's many beautiful things, but one of them is that wake at dawn with a winged heart and give thanks for another day of loving. That's a really important one. And remember that you are in the universe. The universe is in you and you and the universe are one. And you might want to put that, I am in God, God is in me, God and I are one, or put it into that you're an energy being and all our energy is connected, and we're all connected to each other. And so the love that you have, the love that I have, the love that Donna has, we're sharing it with each other all the time. And just remember that you are a beautiful being. And maybe ask yourself, what will I do with this one precious, beautiful life that I have? What will I do with this one beautiful, precious life that is yours? And you do have beautiful, precious lives, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise.
0: Mm. Mm. Thank you so much, Doctor Anne. I'm really, really, really gonna think that, think on that one. And I'd like everybody to give yourself a great big hug right now. Yes, big hug big hug hug yourself I I want to see you all hugging yourselves can can I see you everybody can come off your your big big hug give everybody give yourself a big big hug yeah even the men don't be afraid to give yourself a hug give yourself a hug and know that you are loved and we're going to say goodbye to Dr. Anne right now and thanking her and anybody who wants to. Hi, Melissa. Anybody who wants to take a little garden tour with me and get an extra dose of green and positivity. And I also want to remind you all that my um, blogs are coming, uh, are on Medium now, if you haven't heard of Medium. Um, and and it's a, a place where people write uh, really interesting posts, um, and uh, I would just love to if you're not already getting my emails and uh, to, to to keep reading. Some sometimes I I find writing is is where I get solace. You know, it's uh, I've been doing a lot of. Uh, like even dictating into my phone, like poetry and writing, uh, and and expressing myself, and I think that's something. You know, the the ch- the chat's over, so you know we're the recording's going to end, so you guys can ask any questions or whatever. I'm just going to walk around. If I freeze, tell tell me or somebody tell me I'm freezing. <laughs> Listen, look at you. Ah, you- aloha, aloha. Oh. Thank you. Oh, uh, bye. bye, honey. I love you. Thank you for hanging, t- tuning in. You're awesome. Where, where are, are you? Lisa? Lisa? She's Ann's asking you where you are. She's I'm in Kona at the pier. I just finished swimming a mile. Oh, that's he's amazing. Ann, she she just had two hip replacements um, just three months ago, and she's already swimming a mile. I mean, any yeah you know and 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 she's this is one of the most high spirited energy bunnies i've ever met in my life and um melissa what are you you're 68 and ageless right yep that's it 68 and ageless we love it anybody else want to come off and uh and and say hi and show us where you are thank you nice to meet you ann i'm going to say bye now Bye-bye. Very nice to meet you. Thank you for all of those insightful, beautiful ideas that you have and have shared. You
1: can all celebrate with me on the 2nd of March when I'll be 80.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Look at you, you look amazing.
0: (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. Right? Uh, Aloha. Aloha, love. I just love you all so much, and I'm so grateful for you all bringing your dose of positivity my way and brightening my day.
1: Thank you all very much.
0: Okay, I love you. To hear from
1: you.